0: Hey, this is Romy.
1: And this is Aaron. Thanks for listening to our podcast where we talk all about relationships.
0: Ladies, how guys can break your bed, not your heart.
1: How to attract that partner of your dreams.
0: And heal from the wounds that past relationships have left us with.
1: It's going to be hot. And funny. With real stories to help you get your questions answered. Let's go for a ride. All right, guys, we are back. This is episode 11. What's <laughs> up Romy's like dancing in her chair. I love it. I'm excited. It. It's a good one. Yeah. So, what are we going to talk about today, Romy?
0: Okay. So, today is about pro, pros and cons of being alone. So, uh-huh. pros and cons of being alone versus pros and cons of being in a relationship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm kind of fascinated with this because <laughs> I'm excited to hear what you have to say about this. Oh. You come up with such good stuff all the time.
1: Yeah. It's going to be so. a wild ride. Yes. We'll see what, <laughs> what directions we take here. So,
0: a ride on the unicorn
1: a ride on the you talking about rides
0: uh-huh. oh my oh. gosh <laughs> not, it was not like what you think guys oh, it's not man. what you think no it's right? not it's not like that <laughs> yeah the other day i was like how the hell do you do this and then aaron did it
1: oh man don't <laughs> okay so <laughs> so i had my kids we were we were boating down here in utah yep. and i took them down from idaho and we were heading back and obviously it was a little bit later, you know, and so it was dark and interesting. Not, I mean, interestingly enough, it happens a lot these days. It seems but it's super hazy. Yes. And, um, we're driving in the dark. We just got dinner. We're heading up. And like, I know this route like the back of my hand, cause I go up there all the time, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm talking to my kids. We're singing in, along the music and everything else. And they're just having a great time. And, and like, I didn't even pay attention to the exit ramp. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. I feel like, it, it, and you brought it up like dumb and dumber. Like they drove yeah, and they didn't even pay attention. Right? Yes. They were
0: not. Uh-uh. It happened it to me. Happening. And I'm like, are you I serious? literally thought it only happened to dumb and dumber.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was wild. So what happened? You guys got to understand, like, this is me justifying. I totally get it. But like, <laughs> the because of the haze and because it was so dark, There was no way for me to really understand the topography, like the layout of the mountains and everything else, because I would have known that I was going the wrong direction just simply by looking out the window. Right. And I didn't know. And so, (laughs) and the other part about it is, is like that stretch of highway. Granted, I think there's one little town called Snowville or something. But I obviously wasn't paying attention to that. But like, there's like, there were no signs. There were no signs saying like upcoming Twin Falls, Burley or anything like that. So I'm just driving along. We get like 50 minutes in, 50 minutes in. And all of a sudden it hits me and I'm like, why does this not feel right? This doesn't seem right. And then all of a sudden this sign shows up and it's like Rupert, Burley, Twin Falls. And I'm like. Oh. oh, no. <laughs> and you guys got to understand, like, this was already, like, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Luckily, my kids, they're all stars, and they're either sleeping or they're just, like, we're chatting it up, and yeah. it's great. But I'm, like, shoot. So then, like, we <laughs> <laughs> we get to the junction, and I'm already feeling like that loser parent, right? And it's like fifty-eight miles back to Pocatello, and then I gotta go up to you know to where they're at. So it's just like, holy cow, what a night ride! So that was the ride of my life. <laughs> it's but fun.
0: He got to have extra time with his children,
1: that's right? True. That's the true. The glass Super is full cool. today. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Yes. Let's dive into this. Let's do it. Um. Yeah. We're going to have some fun today with this. This is going to be from a perspective of male, female, some okay. parts of this, right? Okay. Because it's not all the same, right. of course. And then we're both going to offer some really cool yeah, things that we've experienced, right? Yeah. Do from you want me the to play male like, and the female.
1: Do you, you want me to role play? I can be like the intellectual, or I can be like um, the dumb that's jock.
0: different, Aaron. Okay. <laughs> he wants to roleplay. play. Uh, wrong show, buddy. Oh. Wrong show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I appreciate okay. your enthusiasm about it, <laughs> so, I Okay. I was in a band. I've talked about this on the podcast before, yeah. right? Yeah. And this guy's, okay. this guy's last name was Chin. Oh, and Chin. he was a guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> and He was white, and the first time I heard him say this, and it got it got no less funny the more he said it, right? So when I would continue watching him play guitar, yeah. he said, "My name is Blank Chin, right?" Yeah, and he says, um, "I'm not Chinese, but if you want to role play, like come down with that." Or something. <laughs> And the first time he said it, I was like, that's hilarious. That's like a catchy, hilarious thing to say, right? And then I heard it like so many times because it wasn't, you know, my first time hearing this. Mm -hmm. That was actually quite funny. That would be interesting. Speaking of role-playing. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to the point.
1: (laughs) Right? You can't really role-play by yourself, can you? So we're going to talk about that, right? I
0: thought that was funny. I was like, you did not get any less funny saying that more and more. I just laughed harder every time. That's so nice. yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to start with, I guess the pro okay. of being alone. Mm. So we're going to talk about alone first, just to keep it kind of yep. organized, yep. you know, in the brains here, mm-hmm. um, alone pro then con. Okay. And then we're going to talk about in a relationship pro and con Got it. so we can actually prove some points here. So you and me alone pro. Yes. You started talking from a man's perspective. Uh, the pro is finding self-love to be a better partner. Mm. Explain that. <laughs> that was good. It is. Good job, Aaron. Do you want a treat?
1: <laughs> yeah, I do actually. <laughs> That's
0: what I felt like. Oh, my gosh. my blood sugar's really low. Did. Come on.
1: No, I, I think that you know it, it is evident, right? Yeah. You you can def- like the way to find self-love is when you are by yourself. This is the thing. I mean, there's a difference between alone and lonely. And yes, it's important for us to understand that like to develop self-love, you have to feel completely free. And so alone, even if you aren't dating somebody, if you are still operating under a guise where someone else or some entity is controlling an aspect of your life, you are not alone enough to truly develop that self-love and that is really critical. Cause like, especially in, you know, where we live in Utah, there is, there's a culture here and a lot of people tie their identities to the expectations of an organization or people. And they're not able to fully develop that self-love because they feel like they have to live up to an expectation. And the hard part there is just that like, if you cannot feel completely loved, unconditionally, you will not feel like you have the freedom to truly choose, to truly be who you are and understand what that is. And that does require the alone side of it.
0: So that's a great point because just something silly, right? If you have a day where your phone is off the hook, right? Right. Okay. And then I have days where it kind of is silent. Sure. Not a lot of people reaching out, not a lot of maybe business calls, things like that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a quiet phone day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're literally forced to self-reflect. And I used to be scared of those days, right? Oh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, God, like it's so quiet. Yeah. Right? And I don't necessarily like them anymore Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. right? You like to kind of feel popular and you like your phone popping off all the time because that means money.
1: Totally. Right? (laughs) That's (laughs) right. In
0: business. And so, but when that, this is just an example, when the phone kind of stops that day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're forced to spend time with yourself, alone, alone mm-hmm. lonely, yeah. whichever one, right? Yeah. Whichever road you pick and you're forced to do that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean I like it, but I actually like the growth that comes from those days because guess what I do? It's the same as me not having cable. Right. I have not had cable, Netflix, Amazon, Prime, I don't know all the ones, Yeah. for years. I'm talking 15 plus years. That's rad. Okay? Yeah. And they tried to install that crap in my house, and I said, <laughs> do not. Yeah. So I have DVDs, okay? Look at you. The point of this is yeah. that... I've watched most of those 85 times, okay, right. over the course of what I've had them, <laughs> okay? Yeah, and pretty soon it's just not going to work anymore. Um, I'm forced to read self-help books. Yeah. I'm forced to meditate and do prayer and self-healing, right? Yeah. So if that was way off topic from what you were no, talking and, about. and I, I want to comment on that. You're kind that. of forced to be yeah. um, self-love and to... Right. Yeah. And to do those things instead of using outside forces mm-hmm. like the TV, you know, Kardashian shows and things like that, or um, texting people or apps, you know, dating right. apps, those types of things, you're forced to just be with yourself.
1: Exactly.
0: And that is alone and lonely. It depending can depending on yeah. where you put it that day. It, it really right? can be. So yeah. that was a side note. But I
1: still I love it, Romy, because. That's the thing. It's like, you can still be sitting on the couch by yourself. Hey, we got your little puppy dog, but like you can be by yourself watching right. TV. You are not alone. You are distracting yourself from yourself. Yeah. You are not actually alone. And that's the point of like actually developing that self-love is you have to be okay with turning that off and reflecting inward. That's one of the reasons <laughs> I think I said it before on another podcast, but like my long-term partner She needs to know how to meditate and she has to enjoy it. And I don't, and I don't mean like, this is like an expectation or rule. Like it's just naturally how it'll be. Why? And meditation, people can look at it. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're dressed up in some crazy garb and like, you know, they're doing all these weird poses and all these chants and all that. No, it doesn't mean that at all. It means that they can sit in silence with themselves and they can be okay. And that is the hardest part for someone that has not yet developed self-love is they can't sit with themselves. They hate themselves in many cases. Yeah. And so it's just like, I mean, it doesn't mean like to solve all your problems and develop self-love meditate. Yeah. That's a great way to start, but man. we had a lot
0: of success with that.
1: Yeah. But like, that is so awesome. That like you don't have those ties and those other distractions. So the point we're making here, if you want to develop self-love, quit distracting yourself. This is a good point. Uh
0: Um, I told you the other day that I tried to meditate. Mm -hmm. I tried this thing called meditating, (laughs) right? And you're so wonderful at it and so practiced at it. And I tried it. And I'll tell you what, two minutes, you know, the the squirrel brain. Yes. My goodness. Very hard.
1: Six months, 45 minutes a day. For me to get out of that squirrel phase. Yeah, but that was ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: So I can tell now why this is a practiced art. It is. Right? And most people, I think, are actually intimidated by it because they think they have to put on a garb, as you call it, <laughs> right? And sit in a certain pose, which actually yeah. hurts my hips because I'm old. Yeah. And, right? Yeah. And I don't want to sit on a little pillow. I got a big <laughs> ass, and I don't want to sit on a <laughs> tiny pillow that doesn't fit, okay? <laughs> so I'm not doing it. Right. I lay down. <laughs>
1: there you go. Okay.
0: <laughs> right. And hand to heart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's how I meditate. But I I pray mostly when I meditate yeah. and ask for guidance from God. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I think there's different ways of doing it. Sure. But anyway, that was ridiculous. For two minutes it was just like, oh, can we do something else? And so now I understand why that is such a practiced art. And now I understand why you would want a partner. Yeah. That can center themselves so good like that, yeah. Because there's a peaceful nature about it, yeah. With as well. it, but the
1: other part of it is, is just like whether you're sitting in a chair at work, yeah, or whether you're dressed up in the garb yeah. and you're sitting on you a cushion that's Too small for your butt.
0: Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> that visual.
1: The point. The point <laughs> is, is that it is hard to be able to sit with yourself, and to be alone with yourself is step number one for developing yeah. that self love. And so, like, I mean, we're kind of going off on meditation, but, and like I've, I've taught group meditation and stuff, but the thing I will say for people that are like intimidated, as you mentioned, it's not about an objective. If you, if you sit down and try to sit with yourself and saying, I want inner peace, I want inner peace, I want, like watch Kung Fu Panda, that stupid little kid movie. Yeah. It's not stupid, but like there's some great uguay yeah. whatever, little turtle or like, there's some great sayings. I in would there. have
0: no idea what you're talking about.
1: No, I'm going to screw it up. I'm not even going to go there. We'll just... It's
0: on Kung Fu Panda.
1: It is on Kung Fu Panda. But the Research point, the it, point is, is that when listeners. you sit in meditation, there's no objective. And if you're just starting, you're going to have tons of thoughts. It's going to be like, I got to pick up the kids in 10 minutes. I've got right. this going on. Da, 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 da. It's going to happen.
0: That's what was happening. And
1: that's all that needs to happen is just to be, it's a practice. Yeah. And the thing is, is it's, the, the only objective that you have is to just be, because it's the only time that you're going to take for yourself alone mm-hmm. to be able to look inward. And it's just kind of like we store up years and years of layers of trauma, right. of ideas, of everything else that's going on. If you're struggling with going to sleep at night, this is a great way to help you unload. Just just sit there and allow that to come and not judge what comes. Right. And that's the point. Because eventually your brain's going to be like, oh, I think we got everything out now. It might be a year down the road, but that shouldn't be intimidating because even if you're sitting for 10 minutes and you remember, oh gosh, I almost forgot to call so-and-so. I forgot this. Guess what? That's good information too. It's not like you wasted your time for 10 minutes, but if you can even just sit for that long, it's going to make a difference. But alone versus being lonely. Yeah. That's a great way to develop that self-love. It's a total big pro. Excuse me.
0: Yeah. No, I appreciate you deciphering the difference. Um, Okay. So you also brought up another great point, as you always do. So a lone pro. Well, that was my... (laughs) Oh, that was my point. I'm reading my notes, and I was like, oh, wait, that was you. Yeah, we'll just keep patting ourselves on the back. It's okay, Romy. (laughs) Romy. (laughs) Oh, never mind. That wasn't him. Um, If you are taking time healing, right? So in a lone pro, if you're actually... Alone, not lonely. Yeah. And you are taking the proper time to heal yourself while you're alone. Yeah. Right? Um, I think a lot of people, they are alone, and then they s- swoop into the lonely Yes. Right? And I'm getting off topic, but with the depression yes. and sadness and things like yeah. that, right? Um, I think it kind of um, dips in. Yeah. Right. Yes. teeter totter whatever illusion you want to build here for the listeners, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I know that I actually, I dip in and come out of that quite a bit. Right. I do. Yeah. It's kind of a revolving door. Yeah. Right? Because since my ex-boyfriend and I broke up, um, yeah, we've started talking again and stuff, but there's no guarantees of anything anymore, right? Yeah. Um, there never is in life, but,
1: right? <laughs> right? So, so you still find yourself alone. In some ways.
0: I do. And then the other day, I actually started being very lonely. Yeah. And it kind of has um, progressed into a situation over the course of the last two or three days. Yeah, yeah. And I did all the check list in my head. Right. Yep. You're not on your period. You're mm-hmm. not pregnant. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I can't, I can't believe that you actually would have emotion, Romy. What's wrong with you? Right. And I go, uh, oh, you're not on your period and you don't have a baby. And why are you crying? All <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's how hard. simple I was thinking. But, um, yeah, I've actually teetered into this lonely. Yeah. And it wasn't about Having a guy, it was about what else? Yeah. Okay. So I go to sleep at night with two bulldogs. Right. And yes, my male bulldog is a gem. Uh-huh. Okay. Just, mm, he's, what a he's cutie. A good lover. But just mm. not my type. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. super grateful for those little angels, but you know, yep. not really my type. So I just crave, I think, having somebody there. Uh, not so much in the morning to right. kiss me with morning breath, but more at night. Yeah. Right. When you want to tell them about your day or just talk through things, mm-hmm. you know, maybe talk about hopes for tomorrow, those types of things. So, yeah. um, yeah, but, uh, if you're actually what I've been doing the last couple of days mm-hmm. is taking time for me, even in the alone state, Yeah. um, and wondering what can I do to heal? So if I'm alone and I have yeah, time yeah, yeah. alone, okay, and I told you I don't have cable and all of those things, yeah, aren't I awesome, right? <laughs> I have three self-help books on the side of my bed, right. so I pick one of those. Uh, Abandonment Healing, mm-hmm. wow, mm-hmm. there's a powerful book, okay? Mm-hmm. And Happiness of Pursuit, yes, I said that correctly, about having dreams and goals, and um, the word is slipping my mind right now, quests. Okay. Instead of just a dream and a goal, you have a quest in life. Yeah. That's that's different than a purpose. That is a quest. Mm -hmm. That is something that you want to accomplish with a timeline. Yeah. Right? So fascinating book. But that's what I spend Mm self-healing and self-helping because I think they go hand in hand. They do. Right? So, um, yeah. But again, if you're taking actual time while you're alone to heal yourself, And meditate is one of them. Yeah. Reading self-help books is another one. There's lots of different ways, right? Yeah. So pros while you're alone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. And I think another part of it, um, you know, when we talk about the pros of of being alone and the the healing side of it, like we have that ability for us to, I mean, it, 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 it frees us up to not only have more time to do things that maybe we put off on the back burner, even for years. Like, you know There's so many of us that have been divorced or maybe we're still young and trying to learn new things and figure out what we really want. Like it gives us that opportunity to really dive in and understand like, who are we really? And what do we really care about? And we can make mistakes and we can pick ourselves back up. And if there's no judgment, there's nobody there to really like hurt us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But then again, there's not, always someone there to help us and support us as well right right? and and so I I I think the big thing to just say here is that independence element like if we don't want to be in a codependent relationship we have to know what independence looks like yeah and sometimes that can take some time other people they're like I was kind of born independent and so it's not a big deal for me to you know be alone all the time right but Sometimes that's important for us that have been together with somebody for a long time and we get in bad habits. And so it's important for us to know what that looks like for sure.
0: I was actually, I got two quick things to say on that. I was driving the other day. Yeah. Not off the wrong exit. Um, <laughs> just driving, Fill <laughs> those best tires. Um, yeah. And I was thinking like, I literally was just thinking in my car going off. Sometimes I hit mute and I just stop all the music and the noise. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, no, seriously. Bitches be crazy, okay? And I'm not, I'm serious right now yeah. because I literally thought all of these chicks, I will say it, all of these chicks, mm-hmm. I am one of them, mm-hmm. that preach independence. Mm-hmm. I can do it. I don't need a man. You don't. Okay. Even if they're not saying that far, yeah. right? Independent women. Yes. Okay. That's lovely <laughs> for all of you. Yes. That's lovely. So lovely. Okay i would consider myself a quote unquote independent person you are yes right a woman yes i am a woman i have all the right parts but i'm an independent person right and i was driving thinking so what Mm. okay you can have your own house and business and all of the things yeah and guess what you still need someone Mm -hmm. okay or want let's say want someone yeah I don't care how much money you make, what your eyelashes look like, and you bought them on your own, okay? All of the Beyonce songs, we'll put all of those together, okay? I was driving thinking, you know what? I'm still damn lonely with all of the things.
1: And you have two wonderful dogs.
0: I have a lot more than that. Yes, you do. And I'm still lonely, Mm -hmm. okay? Because... I cannot provide everything that I need Mm -hmm. for me. That's where a guy literally does come in. And that's where a relationship does come in. And so I was driving thinking independence, I'll just say this, only goes so far. Yeah. And I'll speak for women, not for men, Mm -hmm. because you hear it a lot. I'm an independent woman. That's lovely. (laughs) You cannot do everything that you would be able to do with a partner. Right. You can't. And I don't even care if you have sex toys. You can't. <laughs> there is a part of you inside that will never be fulfilled Yeah. just because you're an independent woman making money and buying your own things. There's not. Yeah. And at 41 years old, I can finally say, I'll be the first to admit it. I don't give a shit. That's the part that's missing. Yeah. I miss somebody. Not just anybody, but I miss somebody to kind of complete. puzzle yeah i really do yeah and for a long time aaron you know this i was scared of marriage and things like that after my divorce and i say i don't need a man (laughs) i said that right (laughs) i'm you know either way i'm okay just alone or not i think i just said that two days ago um (laughs) and i go no it's not true nobody needs each other but we sure like it don't we yeah so that got really deep quick. Uh, <laughs> Aaron's fallen asleep. I'm I'm falling asleep. I'm not falling asleep. I'm wide awake. No, away. I get real deep real quick here. I but it. it just came to me in my head like, no, no, independence only goes so far. So being alone and independent is awesome. Yes. Right? Because you don't want someone else to have to, I don't want a guy to have to fulfill what I'm missing in me. Right. But I do want him to help fulfill what... I would like in a partner, right? And that is a difference, yes. Right? Yes. So, ready, set, go. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say on pro?
1: Pro being, alone. Pro
0: to being alone.
1: I think. I think the only thing I'll say is just that, like, so often we confuse the pros with the cons. As a kind of a segue here, huh? So much, and if that's okay, are I love you okay it. if I kind of roll with this here? It was brilliant. Okay. Because I didn't it,
0: think of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, everyone's always doing that. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, I just love listening to him on this thing. Oh, whatever. Oh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but, but what's interesting here is that like, so often we, we confuse. Yeah. We, like we, we don't want to feel lonely. And so we take things to cope. A lot of times they're healthy and we use that as a pro. So maybe it's working out. Maybe it is building a business. Maybe it is like spending more time with our kids. Maybe it's all of these things together. And the reality is, is there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is, is that it's a very big con is that usually those are, they're, they're like, they're escape hatches. Right. And we're escaping from the loneliness that comes from not being able to be okay alone. Right. And there's nothing wrong with going and working out. There's nothing wrong with investing in in creating a business. There's nothing wrong with any of those things, but it's the intent behind it. And so it's important for us when we look at the cons of being alone is it's so easy, so easy for us to flip that switch and justify our behavior in diving in really deep in something like working out or whatever it is as a way to be able to be okay when you're not truly alone. It's just, you don't want to be lonely. right? And it, it psychologically and everything else, you're going to increase your endorphins. There's a lot of things that happen physiologically positively by doing those things. That's why they're good coping mechanisms. But what we're saying here is that that is a con to being alone because it's a preventative measure of loneliness and you have to be able to, if you want to be in a healthy relationship, have that independence. Right. You have to be able to be okay alone. It doesn't mean stop working. That doesn't mean stop in your invest, investing in your business and spending your time with, you know, with the people that you love. But I just think that that's, that's critical for us to understand as a con because it's so quick for us to be able to like, yeah, we justify our behavior and we never want to pull out. And then what, like you said, Romy, you, you get to that point where you're just like, but even then, even though I have all of these things, I have, yeah. I know so many women, they buy dogs because they can trust, and they don't talk back like a man does not show up for, and they don't talk back like men do, right?
0: That's why they'll I do that.
1: Him. They they will. I mean, they'll do that over having a kid because they're too scared. Because if I have a kid with this dude, then what happens? Right, he leaves. I'm stuck with a kid, but I can do a dog. Yeah.
0: Did it, did Aaron just say they don't talk back?
1: No, guys do.
0: Oh, dogs don't. They don't.
1: Sometimes. Oh. I don't know. Girl, you met him. <laughs> uh, you met him, haven't you? <laughs>
0: I bought a big fat bulldog called Diesel. <laughs> Ask me again if he talks back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm teasing you.
1: No, you're right. Uh, it's not funny. always perfect. Never. I'm was.
0: totally teasing you.
1: But that to me, I think is, <laughs> I think talks that's talks back the big more one. than
0: a husband. Okay. I yeah. was <laughs> it, it, just, we
1: have to look at our intentions because uh, the pros yeah. can be cons
0: side note yeah for sexual abuse survivors yes right yes so um a lot of people that have had that in their mm-hmm. past they work out a lot oh yeah okay like an obsessive
1: totally
0: thing and the re- or they become very masculine yeah women that yeah. have had that happen yeah. they become very masculine with traits um but the gym is a huge thing for that because they will never, ever be on the receiving end of something that horrific again. Mm-hmm. and they will make sure physically that they can handle right Yeah, an attack, let's just say an attack. Yeah, a situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: right. And so a lot of I've had friends that have had this happen. Yes, and they obsessively work out yeah because that will never happen to them ever again. Yeah, right. So that's a side note, that's a very serious side note. But um
1: can I just jump on that side note really? Okay, because this is important. Yeah because that's a that's a very deep subject. It's just Um, coping and it's
0: you know into that realm. So so
1: so I guess the first thing is is making the disclaimer here, we are not um health professionals and we're not quoting a study by saying that. Right. But in our experience In our experience, um, I, I think that's important to say. The other, the other thing to note is like, just because you see someone that's ripped at the gym does not mean that they've experienced sexual abuse, you know, when, when they were younger, but what I well, I
0: think w- our listeners have common sense <laughs> and they know I'm batshit crazy. I, I think so, so too. But like,
1: I just like to throw of that out there. <clears throat> of course not. But I, I, I do want to make the point that like, yeah, um, it's, it's really hard for us. Um, and, and that's the thing. It's like, if, this is where I wanted to go with that, that um, note, not just creating like a disclaimer, but I wanted to say for those that may be listening that have experienced sexual abuse, that right. are working out a ton, and like that is a healthy way to cope, they're, they're, they're we, all the power to you, Yeah. all the power to you. You have to use the tools that work best for you. And if that's where you're at, we, we totally get it. But
0: that's just... I'm just saying there's a trauma that happened. Yeah, there is. And so you use a coping mechanism. Yes. That's just a solid example yeah. to use that yep. I can think of. You're exactly in right. In my experience that I've known several people that have seen this happen. Yes. That's what they go to, right? So it's just it's just a sample, yeah. right? Um, <clears throat> if you have trauma you know, with a divorce, right? Yep. Okay, I got my divorce. Yep. I wasn't expecting it. Right. So I got my divorce unexpectedly. And I start going to the gym. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How many millions of women are going to say, yep, yep, (laughs) duh, right? Of course. And so we're going to get these revenge bodies, right? So (laughs) the the gym is like, the gym is the place to deal with trauma. It is. But for what, psychologically as well, like you said, endorphins and things like that, right? So duh, but it's a deeper level than that. It is. So me using that as an example was just an example, but- um, Any trauma, mm-hmm. we usually cope,
1: yeah. and the
0: gym is a huge one. It is. It's not the only one, but it's a huge one mm-hmm. because, of course, you have <laughs> alcohol and drugs yep. instead of the gym. Yes. You can go the other. You can go the opposite swing, direction, yep. right? And the total opposite direction. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, masking and coping with activities. Yeah. So let's real quick preface. Right. Our opinion. Yes. Because that's all this podcast is. <laughs> Do we agree that coping mechanisms are healthy or should you stay away from coping mechanisms? And I have my opinion and I will explain it in a minute. You say yours.
1: Why are you doing trick questions?
0: Isn't it awesome? (laughs) I'll go first. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you go ahead. You
1: already, I I can respond. So I lived
0: in a, yeah, I lived in a house and then I got the divorce Uh and I used to, when I was married for Mm -hmm. a lot of years, collect Liquor bottles, okay I like to go to the liquor store, yeah, and i'd like to I like to collect pretty bottles. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that bottle of the skull, right interesting. like that type of thing, yeah. okay, and I had tons of liquor downstairs in cabinets, okay, beautiful setup in the basement, okay. Yeah. We didn't drink,
1: interesting <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm talking like I was married how many years? Yeah, 16 or whatever yeah. We didn't drink.
1: That's some aged liquor there. Yeah. Right? Yep.
0: I'm pissed I didn't buy the good stuff and age it. Okay?
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. So
0: the wine went fairly quickly. But no, he didn't drink at all. I yeah. mean, so if I had a glass of wine at dinner or something like that, okay. Yeah. But we did not have cocktails at home. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. fair? And we didn't really have any parties either, so it just sat there. Yeah. Okay? When he left, mm-hmm. I literally looked in the mirror and I said, we can do this two ways.
1: Yeah.
0: We can go through the fire and heal properly. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fast and painful. Sure. Okay. Or we can go the other route and we can start drinking all the liquor in the basement.
1: Drink our emotions. And then
0: <clears> lose <throat> the business. Yeah. And I played this out in my mind, right? So the entire point of that was I had a choice with myself at that moment. Yeah. With trauma. Yep. How am I going to handle this with which coping? Yeah. The liquor was left in the basement nice because I thought if I do that I might never get out
1: exactly alive it's interesting Honestly. it was in the basement Like even from a metaphorical standpoint
0: that's where the theater was you'd have to draw and all of that I know right <laughs> so it's fancy down there <laughs> right but yes isn't that hmm. okay so I left it and I chose the gym instead yeah but all coping mechanisms totally so that's just a very side point here but I chose out of the coping mechanisms. Right. Mm -hmm. So what do you think?
1: Yeah. So the answer is yes and no. Right. So (laughs) healthy coping mechanisms, this going back to the same example, I'll use the gym again. Yeah. You know, we talked about people that experience sexual abuse. So the it's like a barometer or like a a way to measure your health from a self love perspective is Mm -hmm. how long can you sit? Not in isolation, but how long can you be alone with yourself? And that doesn't mean that you like you have to go out in the woods for ten days and do that whole like thing of silence. Like that will teach you a ton. I I haven't done it yet and I really want to. Not ten days, maybe seven. But like Is this
0: ayahuasca?
1: No ayahuasca. Just don't even say anything. Like it's just it's seven days of silence. Oh. By yourself. Like everybody that I know that has done it, like they've come back just like 10X. The human that they are. Seven
0: days. Yes. The dude in my Happiness of Pursuit book. Uh huh. Twenty years he's on with no talking. His dad is pissed off.
1: Yeah, that would be hard.
0: Okay, not the author, but one of the guys. How in do you the get it book?
1: published without <laughs> <laughs> not
0: the author? Okay. The guy, one of the guests oh, okay. in the book, right? Okay. Yeah. So he literally was just like, "I'm not going to talk today," and it turned into he's at twenty years now. Wow. Twenty years of not saying a word. Wow. That's.
1: In my opinion, ridiculous. Okay.
0: He has his own situation. But his dad, imagine, is literally like, say something, I swear. Right? And his friends are just like, what is wrong with you? But he has his quest.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Say something, I'm giving (laughs) up on on you. you." For sure. Right? Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but the point being is like, it's not a matter of like, you're shamed or you're bad or you're not healthy if you're like- you've experienced traumatic events, whether it is sexual abuse or anything else, or maybe it's just divorce, whatever, just. Yeah. But whatever it is, you, are, you have a healthy way of coping. That's awesome. What we're trying to say here is that there is a way to measure if you were to scale something back that you're like totally invested in, to know if you're in a healthy spot alone. And it doesn't mean you need to be alone but it's just, we're just saying that like to feel independent, which allows you to be able to show up as your full self. So you can actually meet someone on your level and compliment each other and complete. Well, you're independently complete, but together you're so much more. I don't know how to say that any any differently, but like, that's the idea because when you are in a place of self-love, when you are independently okay, it doesn't mean that you're perfect. Yeah. Man, you can conquer the world. But you can, it's so much more fulfilling when you're doing it with somebody else on the same level. It really is.
0: It is true. Right? Yeah. It's a lot more fun. Okay, so we can say if something happens to you and you are alone, right? <laughs> no
1: one knows. <laughs> you're like dying in your basement with your alcohol and nobody knows for like 10 days. Then you can
0: cope with <laughs> Healthy, yeah, and the healthy yeah is only deciphered by you. Yes, is that fair? It's true. So coping. Yes. And not masking.
1: Right. That's different. Yes.
0: Coping mm-hmm. with what just happened to you, mm-hmm. with healthier you know, healthy things. Yeah. Is actually a good
1: thing. It really is. We agree on that. Totally. There's a first. <laughs> There's a first. <laughs> but it is. I mean, huh. we all have huh. to cope. And the thing right. is, is like no one's perfect either, right? Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, I don't agree with all these crazy fad diets all the time. It's like, you're, if you can't systemically continue on a lifestyle, right? it doesn't make sense to try to like change your entire life for a month and then hopefully like the rest of your life is different. It's your body's going to go back to the same. You've created programs in your psyche and everything in your cells in your body. So like, even if you disrupt something, it's not going to change things long-term unless it's a lifestyle change. And so, yeah.
0: Cleanses are okay though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cleanses are okay because you're going to have, hopefully you're going to have fruits and vegetables throughout the rest of your life. Right. What you're doing is like, it's like giving you a shot in the arm, right? Right. Really boosting you up. But that's all I'm trying to say is that like, It's okay to mess up. It's okay to have even a way that you cope that may not necessarily be deemed as healthy. Like don't judge yourself if you screw up. If like a lot of people are against alcohol, there's a lot of Hollywood stars that are like now anti-alcohol. Yeah. Yes. That's
0: becoming a thing. It
1: is. And, and, and so like, don't judge yourself if you actually want to go out for a drink. I'm not someone that's a big drinker, but I'm just in that. And I'm saying that to someone that may like be listening that is. So this isn't about shaming, but it's the point is, is that like, there's lots of coping mechanisms and you need to understand like your underlying, like belief systems, analyze those, because if you want lifestyle changes and where you are independent without the coping, you have to know where you lie, but you have to be okay with yourself. If in fact you make a choice to cope, that may not necessarily be deemed healthy.
0: So let's do something fun real fast. Let's do it. Coping mechanisms.
1: Okay, is this is like trivia. We're, yeah, we're, okay, it is. here we go.
0: Okay, a positive one for me is the gym.
1: Okay, positive, positive for one for you. Positive one for me is actually working on that retreat.
0: Okay, negative one for me to cope is I used to drive around in my fancy car uh-huh. and smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I did that mm-hmm. in my car. Oh. Until one flew in the back and I was like, shit,
1: it burned my damn seat. And <laughs> <I> we <was laughs> swerving off the road.
0: It was awesome. So that's probably not a good coping mechanism mm-hmm. because I don't smoke right. and I'm a singer and I don't want to ruin my God-given voice. Mm-hmm. So for me, mm-hmm. nothing against smokers. I mean, you could have me, a raspy voice. <laughs> right? Tracy Chapman made a lot of money. That's okay, right. By the way. So yeah. for me, yeah. that was in my negative pile of you know, because it wasn't getting me in positive
1: places, right? Yep. Yep. So, go. Negative for me? Uh-huh. I'd say Xbox. So <laughs> Xbox. I,
0: he always says it's a negative <laughs> it and I'm is. like actually quite encouraging.
1: No, it's... I mean, I'm there's...
0: huge on if it makes you happy, right? Cheryl Crow is right.
1: <laughs> well, some people can justify and say that and I'm going back to alcohol. They can say the drugs make them happy. It's a temporary fix. That doesn't mean that it's actually like a positive coping mechanism.
0: Is Xbox doing what drugs are doing to you?
1: It can. Yeah. To your brain. It can. It can? Yeah. Oh. Maybe not necessarily well, the same level, but point, it, it does have very similar effects. Yes. I mean, that's why there like, there's been such a big push, um, from different groups for teenagers, like with how much time they spend on video games and that, because it is highly addictive.
0: I thought it was just taking away from the physical no activity.
1: No, it's, I mean, there's a, there's the same type of dopamine effect, um, that happens in the brain and like the conditioning that goes on. I understand all this stuff. So so you put
0: that in the negative then
1: I do put in the negative. And so huh. okay. for me, like when I want to de-stress, like it's not necessarily the best, but there's, I, and I don't play like a bunch of blood and gore games. I mean, whatever you guys can do, whatever you want. I, I but for me, I actually play an NBA game, and it the there's a lot of nostalgia for me just yeah. because I played sports in like high school. Um, and so it's without me like getting on the court and like taking over, it just enables me to like kind of let loose. And there's a little bit of adrenaline involved and all that. But I also have to be mindful of it too. So it's not like I'm like one of those things that I'm either hiding or like I'm continually like hours on end I'm playing Xbox. No, that's not what it is. But yeah, it falls in the negative category because like after I'm done, even though if it's a good time, I have to check myself. I'm like, man, I could have like learned a new language or I could have like picked up my guitar and, and tried to learn how to play that or something like that. So it's just a matter or of like. you could
0: have just played Xbox. What? Or you could have just played Xbox. <laughs> yeah. We do so many things every day. Yeah. That stress us out. It's true. It is because I said it. <laughs> I know right? And I'm huge on that. So I will not agree with you. Okay. And it's our lives. It's separate lives. Yeah. So you can put it in the negative. Mm -hmm. And I actually know you. So I say, I'm so grateful when you do that because you're always working.
1: Not always working. You work a lot. I do work a
0: lot. Right? You're very focused on a lot (laughs) of things. That's your personality. Yeah. You do really good at it. Thanks. And so when you let loose like that, yeah. I'm actually super grateful that you do. Thank you. So I'll give you permission <laughs> to play Xbox and feel good about it. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. Good. I have a quick story. <laughs> this is oh, so wow. recent. Oh, my God. He's going to stare at me.
1: Uh, Here, I'll look over at the wall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's always like, what are you going to say? I know. I was like, <laughs> no, no,
1: no. Save it for the podcast. I haven't heard this yet. I want to hear it.
0: Oh, God. Okay. Um. <laughs> I have told this story, and it's like a... It could be a TikTok video? Yeah. But I don't like to be on video. Mm-hmm. So, I haven't actually made it into one. Okay. Anyway, so I was telling somebody the other day about the situation just as a story. Got it. And they go, "Holy shit." Yeah. That is funny. <laughs> and so I was, so I told somebody else and they're like, "Oh my god, you bitch." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, so I'm on the same end noticing, as you. I haven't heard this yet. So this is a, i started noticing this is like
0: a funny thing. Yeah. And I was like, it's It's like totally vulnerable and it's like, I'm not embarrassed. Should I be embarrassed? It's actually a thing, right? Okay. I call it talky titties. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even playing right now. Okay. So I just started explaining this to people. So I don't really have like a story. It's just, okay. I'm sitting in bed. My two bulldogs are at the end of the bed. Okay. I'm in my thong because I live alone (laughs) and I can. I got my titties hanging out because I like to be naked. Okay. (laughs) So I love talkies. I love those Dorito oh, ta- dynamized Taki flavor roll things okay okay. so I'm in bed picture this shit thong titties hanging it's out it's like a
1: step up from Frito-Lay like Doritos you kind of talkies <laughs>
0: I just like the flavor better, okay. but they're talkies, right? Chili lime. Okay. Sure to shit your fucking self. Okay. <laughs> and so you just, oh my God. And so I'm sucking this thing off. Okay. In bed by myself. I really am. And I noticed that I'm doing this and I'm like, oh my God, that's fancy. And so then I'm go, and then. And then I go to grab, with my other hand, my chalada, <laughs> if you can believe this shit. Okay. It's 25 ounces of beer and clamato. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, my, my God. gosh. And so then I'm like, we should probably do something else, right? Mm-hmm. You've got your phone with gleaming the cube playing, and you're sucking off a talkie, and you've got <laughs> your chalada happening. We're going back to 1989, <laughs> folks. And I was like... Oh my God, let's journal. So I go in the drawer. Of course I get talky all over my handle in the drawer. And I'm like, holy shit, what do I do? Because I can't put down my gelato, of course. (laughs) (laughs) And so I put down my gelato. And then I go to grab the journal out of the drawer. I'm opening this thing up. And all of my pages are orange. Oh and i'm just like Sucky. so i'm sitting there dogs on the end of the bed titties hanging out and then i drop a talkie on my chest and i was like oh shit and so i go to wipe it and i and i because the flavoring was on my chest and I, and I wipe it right and it's just orange talkie titties <laughs> and, I, and I'm sitting in bed, looking around, bulldogs are sleeping, there's no witnesses, and I think, holy shit, and I, <laughs> I take inventory of my life, okay, <laughs> and I go, you're in a thong with talky titties now, because you have spilled on yourself, in bed, okay, in your bed, with a chalada, <laughs> Okay, with your journal, with orange pages all over it. Yeah. With gleaming the cube on. Oh, my god. And I think I literally did the hashtag sign with my talkie fingers to myself. And I'm like, hashtag talkie titties. That's what I did. <laughs> hashtag single life. Okay. So and funny. some people I've told the story to, they're like, hell yeah, you should be able to do that. <laughs> and I'm thinking... Uh, but why would we want? If I had, if I had a guy in my bed, I would not be eating talkies,
1: talkies, no.
0: <laughs> or drinking chilada. That's right, right?
1: That's right. But
0: yes, hashtag. Uh, what were we on? Cons to being alone. <laughs> alone. <laughs> I was not lonely. I had eighteen things going on. But hashtag talkie titties con.
1: I alone. think it's awesome. I don't know there if that's a con. That's a pro for the story for sure. So <laughs> I love
0: talkies. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I love talkies and scooters. Okay. Talkies and they scooters. already know that. I love it. <laughs> so there you go. So that's being alone. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to talk about pros yep. to being in a relationship. Doesn't matter dating, marriage, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Any. Anyway, okay. Just in a relationship. So for me, I say date nights. Mm-hmm. Chicks love date nights. Yeah. They don't actually like finding dates to go on date night with. Right. <laughs> Cause that seems a little sad sometimes and stressful <laughs> to a lot of women I'm hearing. Okay. <laughs>
1: That's crazy that that happens. What? That the women are like having to plan or something like that.
0: Yeah. It's not about planning. I think it's about vulnerability. Really? Yes. Tell me more. Well, I have a lot of girlfriends, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so we talk about this, and a lot of them are single. Mm-hmm. And so they're on dating apps, and you hear all the stories, right? Yeah. We know, and we've talked about this several times. Exactly. So it's not the romance that it once was. Yeah. It's quite effed up. It is. Right? And you experienced this too, but I'm just talking from a woman's standpoint. Yeah, yeah. So we used to have these, this chivalry. Right. I remember high school dance, -hmm. Right? I was the prom queen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) P.S. And so you get picked up, you get a corsage, right? You get all of these things. And the chivalry. Yeah. This was 20 years ago. Whatever. Yeah. So I remember that. And then I remember getting courted by my ex husband. I remember that at twenty one years old. Right. And I remember. That, yes, just recently, my ex-boyfriend, he was very, very um, chivalrous, and he courted me as well. Yeah. So that's why there was only really two main men in my life in my entire 41 years, right? Not and at the same time. Not at <laughs> I'm just the same kidding. time. That would have actually been a lot more fun, but <laughs> I'm sure they would have gone along <laughs> splendidly, <laughs> right. right? So I just remember those times as a yeah. woman. Right? And I remember telling you Uh when I was single, Mm -hmm. God damn it, Aaron. I just want somebody to come pick me up in their fancy truck. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I say a truck. In their fancy ass truck. Open the door for me. Right? right? Bring me flowers if that fits. Right? then I got to go put them in the house and put them in the water and act like I give a shit. No. (laughs) I actually (laughs) love flowers. I love fresh flowers. (laughs) So, um... But yeah, I remember telling you this, right? And then like it was a big deal to get the car door opened for me and oh my God, get taken to dinner. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, weird. I remember describing this to you as if it was like some freaking fable creature. I know. Okay? And it shouldn't be. No. So when I say in a relationship, pro, going on date nights. Yeah. It's nice to have somebody that you can count on mm-hmm. that you're going to go on a date with all the time.
1: Continuous courting. Thank you. I love and it.
0: somebody that you actually want to be spending the time yes. with because you're in a relationship. Yeah. Right. You're not dating several people. You're yeah. in a relationship. And so for me, I when I was married, we used to go to Miranchito, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That was our place. The place and he where knew dreams are born. every Friday, right? <laughs> that we just went to what did you say?
1: The place where dreams are born.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. I'm a very easy date. But I just remember yeah. that and he knew, right. right, that that's the place that we were going mm-hmm. because I loved it on Friday nights. Nice. Right? And so you have your things in relationships that totally. you do, right, for date nights. But you kind of become accustomed to those and you count on those things. Yeah. And for a woman, we love getting dressed up. Right? Right. I love when I'm going to go out somewhere awesome with girls or with a date or whatever to get dressed up for the occasion and put on nice makeup. And I like that. Mm. Right. Um, So date nights for me. And then, um, yeah, that was the one I wanted to talk about a pro in a relationship. You always kind of know that you have someone to count on to go on a date night with, and you never have to worry about feeling alone alone on a weekend that's right is that fair
1: it's totally fair
0: because i think sometimes weekends are hard for people yeah sundays are extra hard for me yeah sunday is family day Mm -hmm. i don't have any family here yeah and i don't necessarily have a boyfriend and so it's kind of sunday's you you know i'm trying in my mind to like tweak that and to be like no sunday's the day of rest and you get to like spend time alone and like regroup yeah yeah yeah. Do you know? There's so much stimulation during the week that it feels extra right. dead on Sunday. Yeah. So I've kind of started making cleanses for people on Sundays Yeah. and spinning it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then I thought, oh, I have to work on Sunday. So there's no pleasing me, see, right? <laughs> but then I go, no, we're going to have an amazing attitude. And so now I'm making cleanses for people for my juice company yeah. so they can start Monday. Yeah and i actually appreciate that. That's so awesome. It doesn't feel lonely anymore. I'm actually putting love into art.
1: That's awesome. Right? Yeah.
0: So, side note. But you were talking about mirrors. Yes. I love that. What does that mean?
1: <laughs> so, the idea behind the mirrors is every one of us is a mirror. I mean, when you when you dive into more of the spiritual side of things, and i'm not going to get all woo woo on, you know, on this podcast, but like we woo. are all one. There's mm-hmm. yeah (laughs) but like we're a reflection of each other and so when i'm in a relationship with someone i'm able to reflect on the things like i remember this so clearly in my in my marriage yeah you know and i even down to a specific example i can think of like i was down living in arizona and we moved into this nice house um and i can still remember feeling irritated at my wife at the time um, about something that was being handled, how it was being handled. Okay. And like years later, and this wasn't, it wasn't a big thing. It really wasn't. I don't know why I even remember it, but I do. But like after going through my own like inner work, and it doesn't mean like that stops, right? I'm I'm continuing there. But like going and looking back through that window, I realized that I was upset because I saw something in her that I didn't like about myself, about how I was behaving internally. And, and that's the reality is like when you're in a relationship with someone, a lot of times it's not always the face value thing that you're upset with. Um, it's if we're upset, it's because there's some part of us that we don't necessarily love about ourselves that we see in the other person. It doesn't have to be like the exact thing that they're doing. We, we had, we also struggle with, but it's, something about that experience that is directly correlated to how we feel about something.
0: Give us an example.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> Since you've
0: got lots of sleep. Yeah, so much sleep. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, I got back at three in the morning, guys. Um, it was wild. So um, let's see. Well, I
0: drank coffee. You can't tell, huh?
1: Yeah, you're doing awesome. Thank you for being the pick-me-up. I love it. So one one example might be, I'm just sitting here. Just give us an here.
0: example of mirrors yeah um, because we mirror ourselves yeah and I've actually had a friend yeah say um, like I was gonna start dating yeah right yeah. and doing those things when the ex boyfriend broke up with me mm. and she had a serious talk with me and she goes so here's the deal he's going to mirror yeah. what you're doing yeah so whatever you're doing just make sure you're okay with him doing it too that's true and I was like, huh. Ah. Yeah. So I stopped. There's that too. (laughs) Because I was like, no, I'm not.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no. So that's mirrors to me, Mm -hmm.
0: but I get the mirrors in a relationship um telling you basically what? That you um areas that you need to work on. Is that what you're talking about? Well there's there's two
1: kinds. Okay. I'll point out two. You alluded to one. So one would be you're only going to go as high as they are willing to rise with you. And so that's important. So when you talk about energy and match and like your partner and all of those things, you need to be aligned that way from a goals perspective as much as anything else. One of the things that I struggle, you talk about dating date nights, if there's like, it became monotonous. It's like, yeah, we would still date every Friday night, but guess what? It was like the same thing over and over. I didn't step up. And the thing was, is like, had she demanded more, but she was always like, yeah, we can do whatever. I, I settled. Yeah. I could have stepped up. That's not on her. I could have stepped up, but I didn't as much as I could have, at least for the first few years of marriage. I mean, we were both exhausted, started a new family and all that stuff with kids, sure. but regardless, like that, that's a big thing. So from a mere perspective, number one is just that like, you will only rise as, as willing, as, as high as they're willing to rise with you. And so just know that going in, if they're struggling with like you love to like you love to travel, and they don't. Yeah, I mean you're not you're not mirroring, so obviously you're going to only be able to mirror at the level which where they're willing to go. So like, right. yeah, let's go to Saint George. I want to go to Fiji. I don't like to fly. Okay, there's a problem, right? So you're not gonna be able to mirror. That. the the right. other the other side of the mirror is I want to say other side of the mirror. That sounds weird because it's not like the a other fun side.
0: house, like a Halloween fun house. <laughs> That's right. We're coming on this, yeah, like oh my gosh, it's, distort it's the everything. Season.
1: No, but the other type of mirror that we have is what I tried to allude to at the, you know, earlier. And that was that like, and and I'll try to give an example if this makes any sense. So let's say that, um, I'm going to do it from the guy's perspective since I'm a guy, guy comes home from work, woman also worked, but she got home earlier to pick up the kids and she's already started dinner. Um, kids are going crazy messes all over in the house. And there's like still da- um, dishes that are stacked. we talked about grudge dishes already. Okay. Did. So this will make sense. Um, so the guy gets home and he, he like had so much, they got like he got hit with at work and he's, like, he's just like, I don't know what's going to happen here. Like they're talking about layoffs or whatever else. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to bring that up to her right now. And, mm-hmm. and just a lot going on. And she's, she's got all this other stuff that's happening too. Okay. There's where the mirror comes in. He goes in and he's just like, the the woman comes in and is like, Hey, can you help me with this, help me with the kids or like help me with dinner? And he's just like, "I, I need like three minutes. And she's just like, I need your help right now. I've had a hard day. And he's just like, I've had a hard day. And I don't understand why the kids are running around crazy why the dinner's not ready, why all these things are going on. This is real life, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden there becomes a fight. Here's the thing from a guy's perspective. Even though, even though there was a lot of stuff that happened at work and he's projecting a lot of that, you know, into that situation. And she may be doing the same, Right. you know, she might have other things that she's bringing in. The point being with all of the chaos undone stuff that's going on kids mess undone dinner undone this whatever he came home with the idea of instability and no safety he feels that inside of him that's what he's bringing in and when he sees that in that relationship because everything is undone everything is chaos everything's that's the mirror and so him being upset with her has nothing really to do with her not necessarily giving more it has to do with him feeling insecure about life being so chaotic and he has no control over it that is a mirror okay so that is the second type of mirror
0: okay he's always so good at explaining things (laughs) i really am batshit crazy compared to you no you're not i love it we're both smart but i'm like wild i love it and you're so good
1: oh i like to (laughs) narrate if you need me to narrate a book or something, let me know. Right?
0: He's already <laughs> writing 18 of them. He's fine. Whatever. Um, okay. Let's talk about in a relationship pro, the needs of a woman. Okay. And the needs of a man. Okay. Got it. Right? So what? In a relationship.
1: What do you get? What, what needs are met from being in a relationship as a woman?
0: You go. Oh, I'm the woman. <laughs> I was going to say, are we flipping it? i was kidding. <laughs> so I wrote these notes for myself and then, you know how you write stuff down and you're like, what was I talking about? Yeah, right no, you're
1: there? good. I can lead here if you want. <laughs> Please. All right. So the needs of a guy, relationship. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. Number one is usually, actually, intimacy. And I don't just say sex, but intimacy. Ah. Um, it's connection. Okay. And that that is a need that tries to be fulfilled outside of a relationship many times, and it's a counterfeit in many of those instances. So the relationship, that is like a saving balm that heals so much um, for a guy. I think the other need that is met um, a lot in a relationship is having a confidant that they can share the most intimate details. Guys, in, in general, aren't touchy feely. Um, when I say touchy feely, I just mean like they're not in touch with their emotions as well as women usually are. And, and so they don't necessarily come forward with a lot of the information that they tell their guy friends that they would tell their wife or their partner or their like love girlfriend whatever. They just don't. But when you have that solid foundation of a relationship, guys feel more safe to be able to share those things that are needed for them to process for them to heal and for them to step up and right. learn and women amazingly enough and this is why it's so beautiful i i get the whole dynamic of like homosexuality and in, in that and i, I want to be respectful of that but in general um the interplay between a man and a woman where a woman tends to be a great listener it, be able to understand feelings and hold emotion that way and guys They're a little bit different. When a guy can come forward with that stuff and it's a safe place, it it just, it creates a stronger bond and it really helps that develop, um, that relationship develop even more. So those are some key needs that are met definitely from a guy's perspective.
0: So that is what you need in a relationship.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you want to get like, let's, let's get, um, more, let's pontificate a little bit. No, but like I
0: like that word. <laughs> so
1: like Tony Robbins, he talks about the six needs. I don't agree with him. There's seven in my opinion because the need to be understood is not on that list. But there are seven needs, and I'm not going to go through all of them, but some of them include having that security, and he talks about variety as the second one. Mm-hmm. So it's not just monotonous. So as a human, you have the need for security, but you also have the need for variety. You also have the need to fill like loved and you also have this other need to be able to like give back or it's more of a self-actualization principle right to be able to do something beyond yourself those are just a couple of them um but there that's are very six. important what
0: that's very important oh it totally is right yeah the giving yes part yeah if you get like turned down or stopped
1: yeah that's hard that's right yeah you can feel like part of your identity got shattered
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't think, you would just think, well, who cares? Like you just got more energy, right? Given to you because you didn't have to do something for somebody.
1: Exactly. Not true. True.
0: So if you have somebody showing up a ton as well for you and you're not allowed to show up for them, that's, that's a scary place to be too. Yeah. And so that this week, and
1: everybody just like languages of love or any other type of like formulaic process or, you know, model, um, everyone fits differently. Yeah. So you might have more of a need on one than you would another. It took me the longest time to understand from, a, and you might say this differently on your side, yeah. but from a relational perspective, I looked at it and I'm like, how in the world did he end up with her? Right. And then he pulls out in his new Porsche yeah. <laughs> that you want. Yes. <laughs> and that is a big need. And I was just like, ah, gosh, that, that's so upsetting to me. It's like, they, they talk about wanting to love, find love, yeah. but they're going after a dude that has a mansion and a car. It's like that doesn't necessarily equate to love yeah. until I understood that one of those big needs for women is to feel safe. And financial security is a big contributing factor to that.
0: See, I never worried too much about financial security. I always was the one going out and getting it.
1: But there's a lot of women for that safety. want to have babies and stay at home and not do anything but watch Oprah. Yeah.
0: If I was going to have children, then that would be a big deal too. Yeah. I guess I'm an anomaly, right? (laughs) I love unicorns. That's the whole point, right? For me, as I, I'm at this age. Yeah. We're in the present, so let's talk about the present. Do it. Right? As a woman. Yeah. I love someone to listen.
1: That's amazing, yeah.
0: They don't need to even have anything to say, you know? And Aaron does a really good job of always asking, what do you ask?
1: But your dogs can listen to you. What do you truly want?
0: Um, Safety.
1: Yeah, but what do you mean by safety?
0: Uh, Just having someone like show up, right? Yeah. That is going to validate. I need validation.
1: Validation. And that, the reason. Because
0: they'll just listen to me like, I love you, mom. Yeah, they're totally listening to you. Um, Validation. Yeah. And through that is safety. Yeah. So that's at this age. Yeah. It would have been different at twenty if we were doing this. But at forty one, I can say that <laughs> shit. I won't say I don't need a dude's money. More money, more <laughs> money. <laughs> right? Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. Okay. But as far as like true, true needs yeah. of a woman, like for me, I can only speak for myself. It's different for every woman. Yeah. But Yeah, I'm noticing now because I just have a lot of stuff inside Mm -hmm. that's like pent up. Mm -hmm. And it's not therapist type stuff. Yeah. It's um, day to day. Right. So then my night started getting lonely Mm -hmm. because I was like, shit, I don't have anyone to talk to about this. And that doesn't take away from friends. Sure. Right. Sure. That will listen. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't take away from somebody like you. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. That will actually listen and validate me, right? Mm-hmm. But friends and a romantic partner are two separate things. I think that's important. Meaning you are hanging out yes. in inappropriate hours of the evening together, yeah, right. So something about that time when you're going to sleep, you've mm-hmm. had relationships. Yes, that's my favorite time. yeah, is when you're laying in bed and you're discussing the day, and I think millions would agree with me, yeah, right. And you just feel safe and validated. And understood. Agreed. Right? So that is probably number one on my list because I don't have babies. I don't need babies. I don't need a guy's money. Right. right? So all of those things that are important to other women, Mm -hmm. I understand. Yep. But not to me. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what I want. So um, let's talk about real quick cons in a relationship. Cons in a relationship. Right? Yep. I can say absolutely we've both been in relationships. Yep. We've both been married. We've both dated, right? Yeah. We've both had boyfriends, girlfriends, all of that stuff. So several different yeah. um, realms mm-hmm. of relationships, right? Yeah. So a con for me in a relationship yeah. is, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a con because sometimes I do it and it feels really good, <laughs> right, <laughs> to be codependent. Yeah. Right. Um, I was with my ex-boyfriend and for a year and a half, apparently we were diagnosed codependent by Mm. our separate friends that have, you know, degrees in nothing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) right. But have lots of opinions. (laughs) So, but they're right. Mm. They were right. Mm -hmm. Because as we're talking again, round two, right. As we're talking again, I realize we are not this way at all. Yeah. And we're building a different relationship. Yeah. Without needing each other. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just healthy. Uh, will you do me a favor and just explain codependency from your beautiful perspective? <laughs> You're As setting me coach, on a pedestal. I am totally setting you up on a pedestal. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, but just explain what that means yeah.
1: for people. So, um, just so you guys understand, codependency to me is when we are. Well I mean it is what it is what it is it's depending on someone else to fill us in a way whether it's a little or a lot where we can't or we're unwilling to do it ourselves. so that can look minute that can show up in many different ways you know and and so in my marriage, for example, I was codependent for sure and I, don't, I say codependent like we were codependent. Like she It's kind
0: of hard not to be, isn't it? Well, but ha- here's the there's thing. There's a thin line.
1: Yeah, there's a thin line.
0: When you're talking to people about serious things and yeah. that's your person. Yep. So explain that. <laughs> How do you not become, let's talk about this for a minute. How do you not become codependent with your special person yeah. that you share everything with? What is the difference?
1: What is the difference?
0: What's that thin line difference?
1: It's the self-love piece. It goes all the way back to what we talked about at the beginning. It's being okay alone, knowing who you are, knowing what you like, and you've actually pursued it independently. Because I
0: want the listeners to understand, right? Being, uh, talking to someone about your problems is not being codependent. Right. There is a difference. Totally. It is totally okay to be safe and vulnerable with somebody and to discuss problems. Yeah. Right? I want them to understand this.
1: <laughs> you tell and them you're doing I need to understand this too.
0: Right? <laughs> That's why I'm saying it out loud <laughs> so everyone can understand together. Right? <laughs> because I felt really guilty. Yeah. Apparently the first time that me and the ex dated was we were codependent. <laughs> and I go, all right, you're probably right. Yeah. You know, both of us weren't that healthy. Uh-huh. So you fast forward some months. Right. All of a sudden, are we super healthy? Right? Uh, you know, who we're knows? growing. Right? Yeah. We're growing. But- We started talking again. Yeah. And the way that we handle things, he says, you're not a burden to me. And I'm thinking, shit, am I going back down the other road again? Mm -hmm. And what's the deciding factor between the two? Yeah. And I go left or right. I'm at the dead end, right? Mm -hmm, Which mm -hmm. way do I go to not be codependent and to make a different choice? Yeah. And he always says, you're not a burden to me. Yeah. I am happy to listen to you. Right, but I am also respectful, not to dump.
1: Right, but I mean, here's the thing. So, so I'm going to say this from a guy's perspective because yeah. this is a version of the old me. So yeah. codependency, how it shows up. Right, the guy can be able to listen to you every word, but here's the thing: if he is using that with the intent to help himself elevate. And he, this is hard because guys don't check in with themselves. They don't unpack that box out of the attic to truly understand, are they doing that because they don't feel enough or they get a hit, a dopamine hit by showing up for somebody else because they actually care about them. But in reality, like they have 10 other things that they could be doing. Thank you. But they're ignoring themselves and their own needs because they care more about this hit and that is where the codependency lies. Why
0: is somebody helping you?
1: Exactly. I'd it like comes that down you to intent. And so when we talk about codependency and like how that shows up and why that's a con in relationships, it doesn't have to be. But it does like we said, go back to the beginning, you have to be okay alone. Doesn't mean you have all your needs met. Right. But you have to be okay alone. And then you hold your own boundaries with yourself. There's, this is the other part that's really hard that I've experienced as a guy from women. And we talked about it earlier. If I want to get in a relationship with a woman, she can hide behind her kids. She can hide behind her work. She can hide behind her friends right. and make excuses as to why she's not wanting to invest or like, oh, I, this thing came up or I can't do. Really? Really? <laughs> if you really had interest and you really wanted to have a relationship, yeah. g- granted things do come up and I get that, but we have to understand the intent. Right. So yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to date somebody that's making excuses anyway, because yeah. it would eventually become a codependent thing. If I'm chasing, I'm actually creating that codependency. If someone is t- giving you excuses, that's a very big sign. It's like, no, if you dig into a relationship and you did corner them to the point where they said, yeah, I guess I can be boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever. Right. Then you're in a situation where you're going to have to continually fight for their attention and their love. And then they're going to be constantly like, um, I don't know. And then you're like, it has to be their idea. It does. Huh.
0: Yeah. I'm in it. <laughs> yeah. Right. You are. Yeah. I'm in it. Yeah. yeah. It has to be their idea Yeah. for sure. Um, I just thought of something, a con in a relationship, no free time. No free time? Not as much free time. Let's say that. It, okay? it does
1: limit more free time, sure.
0: What I mean by that, though, is less free time to better yourself.
1: Less free time alone.
0: Okay. So if you're alone and you like, I'm going <laughs> okay? <laughs> to learn Spanish. I'm just going to name mine. Okay. I'm going to learn Spanish. I'm going to train for that 5K. Mm-hmm. I thought yes. you are going to learn Russian. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Most people are like, you don't want to learn Dutch where my family's from? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. (laughs) It's too hard. And I grew up with it, right? I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, no, I'm kidding. Um, Yeah. So, learn Spanish, right? Uh, Train for the 5K. Yeah. What? I don't know. I want to actually do another cleanse. I do for three days. Sure. No food, just juice. I actually believe in it. And mm-hmm. it just drops a lot of unnecessary problems in your body. There you right. Go. So I want to like commit to it and do it. Um, <laughs> but just things like that. Yeah. And so the con in a relationship is you only have so much time.
1: Oh, time is. You only so have so limited. much time. Yeah.
0: Right. So I could see the ex boyfriend, and he was just like, how do I maneuver all of my to dos? Right. With a job and with Romy. Yeah. Right. And so I was watching this. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, the balance was way off. And I saw it, and poof, yeah, sure enough, it, it happened, right? Mm-hmm. And so I shouldn't have been surprised. I was a little surprised, but I'm just using that as an example because you see the train wreck coming. Yep. And, you know, I couldn't do anything about it because it wasn't my life to do something about. Yeah. But for me, you can, right? Yeah. So a con in a relationship, less free time to better yourself, and then you start realizing like, shoot, we spend a lot of time together, right. And I think together's cool if you have goals together, yes and you start noticing that you're accomplishing these goals together, right Because he started running 5Ks with me, yeah, last year yeah. or whatever two yeah, years it was last ago. year. Awesome, right. because then one of mine was checked off, and he did it with me, mm-hmm. right? So I like that aspect. Totally. I would offer that aspect up.
1: Yeah, I, th- right? I, I think the other. It's this is a pro and a con too he's because I think part me, of us. Feel that. What
0: he's gonna disagree with me? I can feel that. I'm not. That. But I'm I not gonna it.
1: disagree with you.
0: It's okay if you do. I actually want to hear it.
1: So all I want to say is that in relationships, compromise is actually a blessing as well there's and and that's the hard it that's what's so hard is so often we feel like when we get in a relationship, we have to give up a part of ourselves because of that aspect of limited time
0: yeah.
1: you know or even limited resources maybe maybe like when we're in a relationship, she wants to get a a new degree, and if you really are like if you're married or if you're like an actual partnership, it maybe it's joint funds you know and and so we can look at that as a potential con, but the reality is is that when we look at and prioritize our lives, if we are mirrors, (laughs) if we are a good match, then it enables us to become better people together. It doesn't mean that like we get to fulfill all the dreams that we had, but we can prioritize those dreams. Because like you said earlier, one of the greatest needs that we have is to feel understood. If I can serve you, If I truly can serve you not in a codependent way, but if I can show up for you, like the feeling that I get will trump any degree, any aspect, any aspiration that I want to accomplish outside of me. When you love someone that deep and you're able to show up in a not a codependent way, it just, it not only warms the soul, it elevates both people in a way that like, there's a reason why fireworks happen. And it's just I
0: think I would beautiful. like to be serviced instead of served. Sur- but yes, <laughs> you
1: need an oil change. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: When you said I'm serving you, I was like, oh, huh? <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Um, I guess the question is, and I think I know my answer already, okay. and probably yours too.
1: Yeah. Then Out just, of all of this, yeah. What do you want?
0: We would both rather be in a relationship. Is that fair?
1: Oh, totally. We're wired for that.
0: We are. You said. Yeah. Physiologically.
1: We are. Right? We're wired to be in relationships. Yeah. As long as we're okay with ourselves alone. Fair. Then we're able to be in a way we've, that we're able to be able to develop that self-love. And if
0: you got yeah. two badasses, <laughs> yes. right? And I don't care if it's two men, two women. Right, right, right. Guy and girl. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. If you got two bad asses,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
0: And that again doesn't mean hundred percent healed. And, right. You know, man, you're just really killing that, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can be at a 60% self-love, whatever. Yeah. But if you got two people that are just badass and working on themselves like the girl you want. Yeah. Right? Exactly. You're not looking for perfection yeah. at all. Neither am I. Yeah. I want somebody just like you do. That's working on um, themselves. Yes. Right. Just going forward. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. it. That's all we ask for. Yep. Just going forward. Not even with us. Just going exactly forward. Yeah. Right. Independent in of their Mina. journey. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing sexier, there is, is nothing. there? And it doesn't have to look a certain way. It's not in a certain box. Right. Right. But just really, really progressing forward. Yeah. That's what I think we both look for. Right. But if you've got two people that are doing that, how can you lose? It?
1: That's true. I I want to say one thing that is to me it's super profound and we I just this was the last subject that we talked about um just a couple minutes earlier, but like there's so much power in surrender. And when you get into a relationship and let's say I and I've seen this so many times and this is actually viewed as a negative in so many ways. I've heard so often from women, like I put you through school like, and then like right. all of these things and I raise these kids and like, you're trying to hose me for the money, you know, with this divorce right. or whatever it is. And that's hard. That is just hard.
0: It's all hard.
1: But the thing that I want to point out is when you find your match, energetic match, there will be things that need to be compromised. But in a non-codependent relationship, it's not about surrender putting yourself on the back burner. It's about looking at the relationship as a separate identity, like it's its own thing, and saying, I am surrendering whatever needs to be for whatever is best for me, and they're doing the same thing. And if you're truly aligned, it's going to work. One of the things, one of the issues that I'm struggling with is like, I'm probably not going to have more kids. And so I might be dating somebody that like, if that's important to them, that would be something that they would have to surrender. I don't want them to give up if that's a dream that they have. So they have to take a hard look at that and they're not necessarily a match long-term relationship. I had that two and a half years, it was a debate. She'd be like, no, no, we're good. And then like a year in she's like, oh, oh man, I really wish I'd have, you know, have kids. And I'm like.
0: Cause she didn't have any of her own.
1: She didn't have any of her own. Yeah. And, and so like, we have to be honest with ourselves. So you can't show up in a non-codependent way without having done your self work, your inner work. Right. She would have been honest with me from the get go. That relationship wouldn't have lasted as long right. had that happened. But then at the same time, like I said, if you show up and surrender everything of yourself as they surrender everything of themselves, you will become everything for each other. And that is the amazing piece. It doesn't mean that all the things you want to do go away. It just means that you're willing to lay them all on the side for what's best for the relationship yeah. and you will feel it because if you feel like you're defying yourself, This is the hard part. Like if you haven't done your inner work and you're like, you're one of those people that are like at the gym seven days a week for two hours a day and they've got kids and they need your support at home. And it's just not going to work even logistically. And you're not willing to budge on that. Like that's not surrender. But the thing is, is like if you're like, what's the point of me going and working out so often? Well, are you trying to compete? That's a short term thing. Like you could do that for six months Okay, you can work through that. And I guess that's the point. It's like, is it really you that has this need? Or is it you coping? If there are these things that you want to accomplish, that you want to do, because without that, then you're who? That's important to understand first. Mm -hmm. Because then when you get in that relationship, then you can look at it and say, okay, I'm giving all of this up. And we'll see what comes back. It might mean that like, oh, this guy lives out of state. I would have to move my kids because he's locked in, but I'm not or whatever it is. We just have to be willing to be able to put everything and just surrender it all and just see what comes back. And if we don't feel right after we've looked at it and we've been like, we logically have surrendered it, we still don't feel right. Then we know we're not in the right relationship. I went off.
0: No, I actually agree with you because I think that, um, I think, you know, seeing the ex boyfriend again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I wish I had a title or something, but I don't. We're in a weird phase. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're figuring it out. Yeah. So he's the ex boyfriend still, right? Ex boyfriend, yep. So I think that there would be nothing in my life right now Mm -hmm. that I would have to surrender for him to make it work that's awesome right yeah doesn't mean i wouldn't keep like working on myself yeah but i could still do the business and have him back yeah i could still do things for myself and work on myself and have him back right um he loves working out and all of those things too so yeah i could still do that with him and you know or he could do it separately it doesn't (laughs) matter so there's nothing that i would have to Man, I just don't know if that's gonna work, right, as far as like I want to move here and he doesn't want to move or he wants kids, and I don't want to have kids, right, yeah, very in sync that way, right, but I have a feeling mm-hmm. and I can't speak for him, but just through conversations that there's things that it wouldn't be reciprocated, mhm- mm-hmm. you know, yes, and so, and he even said the other day, I might be sixty by the time I'm ready. <laughs> and I thought shit man. Yeah. You be 60 and I'll be happy. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah. You know? So if that's the case, then that's where we're at. But I yeah. totally understand what you were saying. You know, because I would I would um, be ready for full surrender, mm-hmm. I would think, and there would be nothing holding me back at this point, you yeah. know, to be full with him.
1: And that's amazing. Cuz the big
0: But if it's one-sided, then that that's yeah, it's that's unbalanced. That's codependent. That doesn't work. And I guess he's just lucky that I am not in a hurry. <laughs> that's right. He's just lucky. <laughs> Do you know, he is lucky that he has found the only unicorn in this world that does not need money, does not need children, does yeah. not, you know, you don't is have not m- in a hurry. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. You no, know? I, I agree. And so, And that is the big point for you for though, him. is you have to honor yourself like you, yeah, you surrendered it, but you have to honor yourself because when you don't feel, it's not even about reciprocation at this point. It's if you feel like you are defying yourself, you have needs that are not met, then there has to be change. And that's where, you know, if it's like the relationships, relationship's gonna work or not, right?
0: The only need that wouldn't be getting met right now is what does the future hold? Where are we gonna be in the future? Yeah. But that's also in a business thing too, and you and I talked about this right. today, right? In my business. Yeah. And so, life is so unpredictable. Which decision do you make? Yeah. Right. And so that's in both.
1: And I think I think that other that brings up the other element for relationships. Um, I we've kind of, you know, this isn't necessarily pro or con, but it's also timing matters too. Yeah. We talk about checking in with our souls in that too. When we're not defying ourselves and we're allowing more time for someone to figure themselves out a little bit more, like as long as they don't feel like there's an expectation because that's what can create a codependency. They don't feel enough in the situation. And so right. then they constantly feel like they've got to earn your love and they got to do these things or then they just either just like put up walls. And, and
0: My thing would be, yeah. am I making it too casual? him. Yeah, exactly. So mine is not aggressive at all. No, no. <laughs> mine is lack of expectation. Yeah. You know, yeah. am I making it a little too, too easy? Casual.
1: Well, and we talked so, about that last time week. will tell. Yeah. And, and so, I, I mean.
0: <laughs> I don't want to Netflix and chill with someone. No. For 20 years. No. That's not my intention. No. I won't do it.
1: No. and, and it's, in But fact, I'm not it's...
0: here to pressure either while we're both healing and figuring things out. Because he truly is the love of my life. Right. And I would not, um, not that I'm going to mess it up. (laughs) I was going to say I wouldn't mess that up, but I'm not going to. No. uh, Because you can't, right? Yeah. Um, He's on the same page as me. I know it. So when you find this one person that vibrates with you on every level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But life is cruel sometimes, Aaron. It is. You and I both know that. So you can find your person and still not be able to have them.
1: Exactly. <laughs> because maybe they want to go back to school and they don't have time to date right now or these other things. And you're just yeah. like, I have experienced something I haven't experienced my entire life. Yeah. And you want, you just want to go to school.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: We have to honor that. And that's the hard we part. We don't have to like it. I know we don't have to like it. <laughs> so we have to look at timing as well. Um, but I will su- suggest to those that like, and we said this last week, we, we said both of us agree being in a relationship is definitely better. We're hardwired that way. The pros definitely outweigh the cons. Absolutely. And so for somebody that is going through that phase of learning how to be okay alone, I just, I just make that suggestion that you don't have to surrender your entire life as you're going through that process of learning to be okay. You can get into a relationship. It can be healthy if you're like Romy. where she doesn't have any expectations, but they have to eventually be able to show up. They have, and and I don't mean like he's not, I'm just saying that he has to be able to show up for himself. There's, there's literal things. And we've talked about it before that he has to be able to do in order for you to actually be together. Right. Like moving out, like things like that. You know what I mean?
0: I feel like we're actually super, super healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right now. That's awesome. And I feel like, like I talked about the lack of the, you know, codependency and all of the things. And it doesn't mean everything is exactly ideal. Nope. Right. But man, I feel like this new business is stressing me out more than that. (laughs) You know what I mean? I just kind of feel like I don't have the answers over here and that's okay. I'm okay to like, to figure it out with him. Right. Right. I'm patient with that. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, I took some inventory today and I was really just like, that's not a stress for me. Yeah. That's a blessing. Yeah. Do you know? For me to think that the love of my life was gone. Right. And I know he feels the same. I know he does. Right. And then to have him come back kind of through a you know, through his dog dying and things like that. um. I, I don't know about all the fate stuff and the meant to be stuff, right? <laughs> You've dated girls and you're just like, I've never felt this way. Until but they I all served didn't. a purpose.
1: That was all needed.
0: Exactly. Like, And so when he came yeah. back, I just thought, I don't have any answers. I don't know how long this is going to last. Right. I don't know if I get him forever or if it's a temporary time thing. I don't yep. know. Yep. And I guess that's what I'm saying. You say surrender all the time. I'm surrendering the situation. I don't need to know. Yep. And yes, it feels unsafe sometimes yeah. because I don't know. Right. We just want to know and I swear to god the more we ask the further it goes away. Yeah. You know?
1: You're exactly right.
0: I had to have everything planned and mapped out in my life before. Mm-hmm. And this is a different kind. Yeah. Right? And there's pros and cons to that too, mm-hmm. right? There is. Um there's unsafety feelings. Yes. And then there's but I don't have to commit to somebody and spend a ton of time right now when I'm building my business, you know? Those yeah. types of things. Yeah. And so there's pros and cons to everything. Mm-hmm. But I would say as a whole, I am, I have a blessing in this situation Mm -hmm. because I always think, take away that special person out of your life yeah, and then think about, you always tell me, process all the way through to the worst case scenario. Yes. I have. Mm -hmm. And what a lonely place. It is. Because my dream guy finally just kind of is coming back around and we've authentically not forced both of us are not forced each one of us want to be in here okay and so authentically he has come back Mm -hmm. into the picture yeah and we're both kind of surrendering (laughs) while we figure this out right yeah so yeah on topic right yep pros and cons Mm -hmm. I would absolutely rather have somebody than not yeah Um, but not just anybody
1: exactly because and i I'd...
0: am happy being alone <laughs> at the same time if necessary
1: right and, and that's the fact yeah and if you are in that alone category you know that the suggestion that i would just make because... hit Aaron up what
0: hit Aaron up hit me up <laughs> <laughs>
1: for right? coaching i'm just kidding <laughs>
0: what for both dating coaching isn't it all one
1: Oh gosh! <laughs> no, kidding. in fact, I listened I'm to an amazing bad joke too so soon. So, if you guys get a chance, there's an there's such a good episode done by the School of Greatness. Lewis Howes is the name of the podcaster, and he he runs the School of Greatness podcast. He did one. that was what was it called? The keys, um, the keys to a relationship. The keys to a healthy relationship. It was recent. When I think it was last week, so that would have been like what the 21st of September or so. Oh my gosh. It was done by a pastor out of Hollywood and it was so powerful. The, one of the things that he said, and I've told you this yeah. Romy, he said the moment that you become someone's coach is the moment they no longer become your partner. And so like if for advice, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. If you like, even if you are a coach <laughs> and you've got someone that's not a coach and they ask you for advice, You just need to know that like, they need to have their own separate therapist. They need to have their own separate coach, whatever it is. It can't be you. Like you can be there to be their support 100%. They got a question. Maybe you can refer them to a resource, but like.
0: My old boss was a doctor though. Yeah. And he was married Mm -hmm. and they both worked there. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she would always come to him, right? With things. Yeah. And she says, doctor mode. And he knew, yeah, that's what they learned in therapy, right? Yeah. Doctor mode, Uh huh. I have a problem. I need your help. Yeah. Uh, d- you know, basically like boss mode.
1: Yeah. And, and so, that
0: means I have a question for, right? Yeah. And so.
1: From a therapeutic standpoint, I don't agree with that model. And here's the reason why we okay. talked about the woman's mind being a ball of yarn. You're considering all the variables at once. Even if she says doctor mode and she's trying to flip out of a mindset. All of the things that happened last night with the kids or yesterday at work and all the finances and everything else, they're still packaged up. Even though she says doctor mode,
0: she was saying it more for him to put him into doctor mode. I know. So he knew what mode he needs that she needs from
1: him. I know. But even though every word that he says, even if he's in doctor mode is still going to be interpreted as I'm still your partner. Well, sure.
0: That's what I'm saying. And so like. You're gonna be married to a therapist at some point. Yes. Somebody's going to. Yeah. And so when they come home They don't
1: wanna be coming home to a therapist.
0: Right. And so you have to have some form of Yeah. Right? Like how are we gonna decipher the two? Because you're my spouse and I'm gonna to talk to my talk to you about my problems. I think that's and a, you're a therapist. Yeah, and I think you're it's, a coach.
1: Yeah. I think it's beautiful right? if someone it doesn't have to be a coach or therapist. Like that's the thing. Like someone's going to have a specialized skill that you don't necessarily have. And you can ask them to be like, share their opinion in that mode. And, and and that's, that's great. Right. It helps set a framework for them to be able to communicate. That's understandable. I'm just saying that especially as it comes to self love and the actual relationship itself, coaching and therapy, right. that is very, very different because people take things people take their personal lives and they take what's interpreted from the actual guidance or advice or whatever it is. Yeah. And it becomes so convoluted. That's one of the reasons why I highly suggest that someone needs to go to like couples therapy, they have their own therapist and a joint therapist because in my situation, I don't want to get into it too much tonight. Sure. But like one of the biggest struggles was the fact that my therapist had sided with her. And I don't mean that in just like, well, and, you know,
0: I've been in that experience, but, yeah. th-
1: but that was the reality because we chose to have the same therapist be both of our therapists and the joint therapist. Yeah. And so I-, I had like, I constantly felt like I was invalidated. I constantly felt like no one understood. It was just ridiculous. But, um, anyway, that was a long story short, but like, I guess my point is just that like, yes, we need to have the ability for us in a relationship to communicate in a way where we both feel understood, um, and at the same time, like for those that are alone. Yeah, I can give you my number. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But <laughs> but I, I think I think the big thing here is that no, that like even you you don't. We talked about this last week. You don't have to be fully healed, right? But if you can independently know what you want and are working towards it, you can date. Doesn't like we, And we got into that like, well, what if you're this? What if you're that? If you don't feel like you're giving up your soul because you could still be in progress and be like, man, I'm still screwing up in these areas and I need more therapy here. Like as long as that person can show up and respect you as you still struggle through that independently, then it's okay. As long as he can handle one
0: strong mother. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't
1: Uh. No. but I'm I'm not saying like they have to put up, they can't defy themselves either. Otherwise it becomes codependent. And that's the point. Yeah. If they've done their inner work and they can show up and respect their own boundaries and you have your own knowing that you're not a perfect person either, then it can work. The moment that someone is giving in to somebody else's poor behavior, that's where codependency is created. That's where you're going to have some issues. So that's all I want to share, share guys. And yeah, we'll talk more about dating. Be strong alone.
0: Yeah. Be strong together.
1: And alone and lonely are different. Know that difference and practice alone time.
0: And meditate. That'd be awesome. To get Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a attract shameless me. dating plug on this one, yeah. but you didn't do it; I did it for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun.
1: It was. Thank you, so and much
0: lots fun. of good information covered. Thank you so much.
1: Yep. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Romy and Aaron Show.
0: Make sure and follow us on Spotify or Apple to get the latest episodes. You can also follow me on Facebook at Romy Estes Meston.
1: And you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron Says.
0: So until the next episode, be kind and use your wise mind.
1: And, and save a horse, horse ride, ride a unicorn. unicorn.